Okay. And we're starting. So I am going to start doing a new podcast called Domestic Athlete. Now, this is going to be the first episode of the podcast with that actual name. Um, The reason I chose that name is because I feel like that is what a lot of us are. A lot of us are athletes in our own rights. You know, some of us, you know, play sports. Some of us cycle. A lot of us train. And that's my biggest thing is, you know, I, I, I enjoy training. I'm not, my favorite sport is tennis. Um, but outside of tennis, actually, I don't even get to play tennis as much as I would like to. If anybody out there is in the Bay Area, any tennis players out there listening to this, hit me up. Um, but anyways, um, I personally um, don't really play any you know, sports outside of that, played football when I was younger, of course, basketball, but wasn't anything I was super like into. However, my mom got me a gym membership when I was younger. And um, the first gym I ever had the opportunity to experience was Gold's Gym. And I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy learning how to, um, you know, lose weight. That's really what I was there for. But along the way, of course, you know, you see other people and how they train and you see I grew up in Florida. So uh, oddly enough, Gold's Gym is where Hulk Hogan worked out or at least, you know, promote it. Um, And yeah, so I got to kind of grow up seeing, you know, people who sculpted their bodies. And that was maybe my favorite part of um, the gym when I was younger was seeing how many different people um, and what they were, you know, able to accomplish. You know, you have the photos and the testimonials on the wall of all the people who came in there. And I was 380 pounds. Um, This was as a shit, a 16 year old, 17 year old. So, you know, I was I was definitely I didn't look at myself as overweight. I just figured I was big. Most of my family is big. You know, the only person who ever, you know, teased me about it was my father or, you know, at school, obviously. But outside of that. You know, I didn't have any issues with being big. But um, however, it didn't occur to me that I needed to lose weight until I ended up um, hurting myself on a on a school uh, outing. We were at a park at the zoo and I jumped off. um, I don't know what it what you would call it now. not a jungle gym, but maybe that's what it is. Something like that. But, uh, it was, a it was a park. So imagine a kid's park, a swing sets and you walk up the tunnel and slides. And I, we were playing tag and I jumped off the top to, uh, tag someone. And, um, when I landed actually in the air before I landed, I, I heard something pop, you know, and you know, those split second thoughts that you have, you know, you don't, you don't think about them all the way through, like, but it's a thought you have split second, you know, like I heard something pop and I was like, that ain't going to be good. And then I landed and I didn't land on my feet 
to continue to run and I ended up um, falling over and everybody laughed at me, picked on me, called me Jelly Roll, all that shit. And um, but I seriously couldn't walk. I didn't I didn't know what had happened. And that was when I got rushed to the hospital and doctor said, um, I, I think I, I had pinched a nerve um, and I have sciatica. And so at the age of 17, 380 pounds, basically what happened, I jumped off and all that weight collapsed onto me. And when I landed, all that impact ended right there at the bottom of my spine. So I had this sharp pain shooting from the bottom of my spine down to my ankle, my heel into my foot. It was when I tell you. Like if you go when you go to the gym and they tell you on a scale of one to ten, how is the pain or you go to the doctor on a scale of one to ten? How is the pain? That pain was way past ten. Like it was so painful. I couldn't even fart when I was in the ambulance getting taken to the hospital. It was the most terrifying experience I had ever been involved in. So needless to say, that was uh, the time where my mom, you know. You know, had to rehab me and I'm walking around the house. I'm bent over. I can't stand up straight because it's way too painful to stand up straight. And um, yeah, she got me a, a, a fitness trainer not too long after that. Once I started feeling a little better. Um, but, you know, when you don't have a lot of money, that the trainer thing don't last long. So it's a it's a tough game. Now that I am a personal trainer, I really see, you know, it's a. Uh, it's definitely a labor of love, if if anything else. A lot of jobs are, a lot of things, you know, when you say you're going to start a, your own business are all labors of love, you know. But personal training is just one of those things that's, you know, <clears throat> you got to make it worth the other person's while while they're training you, you know. And, you know, obviously my mom had all her things going on, so affording a personal trainer at the time through Gold's Gym probably wasn't the the most affordable thing. So I, I had that trainer for all of maybe a month. I want to say two weeks. And then she probably met up with me after, after that for one or two more sessions, just probably because she felt bad, you know, <laughs> type shit but after that i was pretty much on my own and you know i had gotten to the point where i could walk around i could deal with the pain so at a young age i really learned how to just deal with pain and i was walking around and you know like i would feel the pain but i would just basically i had made a or found a way to just ignore the pain um when it happened um i did lose a little weight you know so that obviously helps as well um, but it wasn't a lot, you know, I probably lost maybe 10, 15 pounds. So imagine me a 300 pound, 17 year old, you know, um, trying to maintain a job and, 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 you know, trying to find a pocket in your head where you can place pain at. So other people don't have to say, oh, what's wrong? Um, That's pretty much how I got into uh, creating this what you hear now this uh podcast uh that's where i get the name from domestic athlete you know i, I train so i can just live my regular life at the highest level 
you know, because whatever the mind thinks, the body will definitely follow. I've got I've got, you know, just as many stories as the next person about how just the change in your mindset will will turn you into a whole different person. And uh, I think that's going to be today's topic is um, accepting in creating, accepting and creating boundaries. Um, I've been trying to put together a story about rituals for the past week, and I keep forgetting to turn on my video camera. Um, however, today I'm using the service Anchor. I don't know if you've heard of it. I'm going to start recording my podcast through here. Um, nothing fancy, no music, none of that. Just me and my thoughts right here. And... Um, Yeah, so I was thinking to myself, uh, where was I headed? Oh, the uh, rituals. Yeah, the rituals. But today, as I'm sitting here, what's coming to my mind is, you know, um, I'm going to forget what I just said. And I think I actually liked it. The boundaries. Yeah, accepting and, and creating boundaries on all of the things in your life, you know, nothing is my belief that nothing is truly just bad for you, you know, outside of obviously, you know, the, you know, doing super hard drugs. But even if you want to do drugs, I've seen people, I've met people who bounce back from doing drugs. They might not be, you know, the best people to be around, but they've bounced back and they maintain it, (laughs) you know, but like nothing, nothing is really too bad as long as you do it in moderation. Right. That's what fitness teaches you is to find that balance. You know, if you go too far in one direction, you start to not put any, um, any love into the other things that also require nurturing and attention. You know, and we see that happen to us in our everyday lives. You know, you you get a new job and now, you know, people feel like you don't spend enough time with them, you know, or you start to feel like you don't have enough time for the things you enjoy because, you know, you, you work a job that takes up a lot of your time or, you know, you're constantly doing things. Maybe you're you're in a place where you're constantly doing things for yourself. But for some reason, the things around you just don't seem to be happening um, in the way they should because you don't have, you know, the time to spend on, you know, whatever it is in your life. So for me, I found that fitness always brought everything back together for me. And that's because of, you know, when your body is out of shape and out of whack, you know, other other things fall into place like that, you know, out of shape, out of, out of whack. People come around you and you accept it and then they invite you to out of shape, out of whack things. <laughs> you know, uh, my biggest thing and I've noticed is uh, Wendy's. Wendy's has a vendetta against me losing weight ever since I was um, a teenager. Whenever I've gone on a, on a fitness journey Wendy's immediately releases something new like it it doesn't take time it was it started with the triple stacker at Wendy's 
you know, I was like, you know what? I was, I just so happened to pull up to Wendy's. I was telling myself this the last day I'm going to eat Wendy's. I was going to go get a double. And I look on the menu and it says new, triple. Well, I said, I'll be down. I guess since it is my last day, <laughs> I might as well go out with a bang and get this triple. Fast forward a couple years later, I'm sitting on the couch getting ready to make the mind set changes I needed to change my life. And I'm watching TV and Wendy's has something new. Pretzel burger. I said, God damn. Well, since this is my last day, I'm going to go ahead on and try this pretzel burger. And today they did it again the pretzel burger is back again now luckily they ran out of shit so i know what a pretzel burger tastes like so i don't want to go off and try the pretzel burger you know i know what a triple tastes like so i don't want to go off and buy a triple so this is the first year where wendy's is no not gonna take me off of the wagon i'm sticking with it you know one because it's my livelihood right solid rock okay and um you know it's just one of those things where you you see everything else fall into line so let's talk about those boundaries that you have to set one of the hardest boundaries to set is the boundaries with the people in your direct life that you have direct communication with your wife your husband, fiance, parents, whatever it may be. The moment you decide you are going to eat healthy, you have to realize that the other people around you didn't make that decision as well. So they're going to continue to bring these vices around you. So if you are a cigarette smoker. Your cigarette smoking friends don't know you made that decision, so they still go come around you with cigarettes. You know, your your alcoholic friends go still invite you to come have a drink. You know, and they don't think they're being toxic. You know, and in some ways they're they're not. You know, because you've always allowed this in your bubble. But now you have to realize when you change your mindset, you have to change the people around you too. You know, and because they they hold certain places in your mind. You know, you communicate with these people on a daily basis. Me specifically, my fiance is a baker. That's what she does. When she met me, she knew I, I worked out. Now, you would think this wouldn't be an issue, right? If we understood that going into it. But it's always been an issue. Because she's not being toxic. She cooks. You know, she caters. She makes sweets. That's what she does. I know that. I don't have to eat it. And I have a mm, a decent degree of, of uh, you know, ability to say no. You know, especially when we got together. You know, because we weren't living together. We were just together. So... It was easy to be like, oh, okay, I can accept a plate and not eat everything on it because you don't have to watch me eat it. But now it's a little different. You know, now, you know, we we've gotten comfortable around each other. You know, jobs have come and gone. Lifestyles have changed up a couple times. And we're at a place now where I am getting 
way more serious about my health because it's also correlates with my business. You know, there's nothing wrong with being, you know, I don't want to make it seem like there's, uh, you know, personal trainers out there who aren't good at their job because they don't have a certain physique. It's not that. It's just the fact that there's when you're your own business and you're starting from scratch, you know, there's a level of uh, marketing that comes along with your exterior and that's what i say it it all comes back to balance you know so i have to find that balance you know now i've gotten to the point where i've you know trained without eating bad for for weeks but it's hard to do that when there's someone else in the house that is eating with you you know now here's the thing we are set to get married in december christmas and i've already let it be known that once that happens, it's, it's no more, you know, letting things slide, you know, we're we're married. So I'm going to start taking more solid decisions on things as I expect her to do the same thing as well. You know, we're married. It is what it is. So if she wants us to be one, I will be throwing cigarettes out uh, every chance I get. I will be throwing sh- sodas out every chance I get. You know, like, don't bring it around. We don't need that. And I know, you know, I'm an alcoholic. I, I, you know, these are things I understand about myself and I know how to live with. I don't expect necessarily other people to, you know, accept that. But if you're willing to get married, you're going to have to accept that. I know that I'm an alcoholic and I'm just going to throw shit out. Because once I start spiraling back down that path, you know, it's, it's, it's so hard to say no and let go of it so i'm just throwing shit out and those are going to cause so many arguments and upsets in the future i already know i already see it happening but this is the boundary that i'm willing to set to see my success and if she's not willing to see my success she has to understand that i'm also willing to see her upset (laughs) because I need to succeed at this. There's a reason why you wanted to become one with me. You know, you don't you don't necessarily have to, you know, I'm not saying go cold turkey and, you know, stop having your vices. You know, those things are never going to go away. We understand that. But we could take a month. We could take two months. We could take three months. We could take six months. We have to build it up to where it's a lifestyle. So gradually those things will start to go away and we'll see where that journey leads us. I've got to go. You guys, it's been real. Remember that. Think about those boundaries that you accept and that you create for yourself in your life, because those are going to be the things that get you on your path to success. All right. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. And until next time, Love life.